conclusion inevitable. It was a jump to conclusions, Matt. My conclusion was that this idea was not a practical deterrent. My only conclusion can be that it was a Sith Lord. In conclusion... the only movie podcast that decides to switch it up a little bit by going to Miami. I'm Dan O'Keefe, and joining me as always is Anna Otto. Anna, how excited are you to be in Miami? Dan, I think I've talked about it before on the podcast. The only time I've ever actually been in Miami was a nightmare. So that (laughs) phrase, the way you just said that, was absolutely triggering for me. (laughs) Welcome to Miami. Bienvenidos a Miami, right? Yeah. Uh, welcome That's to the... That's a Will the, Smith song, right? Well, yes. Correct. Do you want to know what the name of the song is called? Miami. Miami. Oh. Um, not just Miami. In a septuagenarian sex retreat in Miami. Wait, Dan. Yeah. Before we continue, I am going to ask you something because I never ask it. I felt guilty about it this weekend because I was listening to our Thanksgiving episode and I was like, "Oh, I did it again." Ready? Yes. How are you, Dan? I'm tired. <laughs> I'm very. T- I'm proud of you. Thank you. In my defense, it's because we spent like 15 minutes talking beforehand, so yeah. it's not like I'm purposefully. Anna's real on the podcast. I'm very performative. This isn't the real me. I just kind of vibe. Yeah. I'm an actor. I'm acting. I'm a Mm. professional actor. Did somebody say a straight white male who's good looking? (laughs) No. Cast him. Good enough looking. Do I know what the real key is? Tall. Mm -hmm. It's tall. That's true. But tall and good looking are the same thing, are they not? (laughs) Hell yeah, they are. Uh, (laughs) (laughs) uh, But I am tired. Other than that, I'm fine. I also have a cold. So maybe I'm not fine, but I'm fine. I'm not dead. Take some vitamin C. You'll be all right. Uh, vitamin C this. I don't need. Dick. I don't need. Okay. Put put I, it away. I was thought we were finishing. No, no, no. Put it away. Okay. Put it all away. Right. Um, anyway, the movie that we're talking about today is Meet the Fockers, the sequel to the movie we talked about last week, Meet the Parents. Oh, love. Um. I just realized the gap between the release of Meet the Parents and Meet the Fockers was four years. Yeah. Now I need to look up what movies came out in 2018 that feel like ages ago. Oh, I was like, wait, what? What do you mean what movies came out in 2018? Because we're recording this in 2022. Yes. So. Ooh, La La Land. The first black. This is the same gap between. uh, No, La La Land came out in 2016. Um, oh shoot! This is the same length of time between Meet the Parents and Meet the Fockers between Black Panther and the new Black Panther that just came out. That doesn't feel that long though, from Black Panther to Wakanda Forever. I feel like Black Panther came out a generation ago. Hmm. I guess maybe it's because I watched the first Black Panther over Thanksgiving and I watched Wakanda Forever this weekend. So <laughs> it's the same. It's the same gap between the release of Venom and Morbius. Ooh. Morbius should be illegal. It's the same gap between the release of Bohemian Rhapsody and Avatar 2. These are all movies that are related. 
They are all related. Yeah, Avatar: The Way of Water is actually a stealth sequel to Bohemian Rhapsody. Anyway, dear God, I just realized that and I thought it was interesting. Um, mm. And yeah, Meet the Fockers once again directed by Jay Roach. Once again written by Jim Herzfeld and John Hamburg. Uh, story by Jim Herzfeld and Mark Hyman. Oh no! You want to know what else Mark Hyman worked on? What? Osmosis Jones. No, I'm really hoping to crack up. You know what I'm talking about? <laughs> I'm really hoping to crack up, you know? I just, I love to crack up. Who is that kid? That's the little brother from Lizzie McGuire. Yeah, I see him. I see a bunch of Disney channels. Those of you who don't know, that's a video of an interview with the, the kid from Lizzie McGuire on the red carpet of Osmosis Jones. Um mm-hmm. I see a bunch of former Disney Channel stars popping up on TikTok or former Nickelodeon stars popping up on TikTok. Um, mm-hmm. And they are like, get that bag, cash in on the nostalgia. Mm-hmm. But also, you're 30 now. I feel like they got nothing going on. You can you know, stop I mean, being Ned. You don't need to still be Ned. I don't know if he can stop, to be honest with you. What's his name? Devon Warkheiser or something like that? Yeah, I thought it was Devin. I thought it was pronounced It Devin. very well could be, Dan. <laughs> it very well could be. Um, I don't know why I thought it was Devon. That's how it's spelled. what's going on in my life. Mm. What? He, he came out of the womb. His mom was like, oh, he's so Devon. And the doctor was it's like, It's giving what? Devon. <laughs> uh, starring Robert De Niro, Ben Stiller, introducing Dustin Hoffman and Barbara Streisand. It's- I love them in this movie. Blythe Danner and Terry Polo. And also, brief appearance by Owen Wilson and Tim Blake Nelson. Do you want to know what I learned this weekend? What? That Blythe Danner is Gwyneth Paltrow's mom. Do I know? Do you know that you should have learned that about two weeks ago? I didn't put two and two together on that. (laughs) I said it. Did you really? I'm almost certain. That I mentioned that. So, I don't think you did. So not only <laughs> not only does Anna not ask how I'm doing on the podcast, she also doesn't listen to me for the first 10 minutes. You're right. I tune Dan out entirely. Yes. Sorry, Dan. Uh, cinematography by John Schwartzman, the Oscar-nominated John Schwartzman, who was nominated for an Ooh. Oscar for Seabiscuit. Ooh. He was also the cinematographer for... Jurassic World. Okay, King. All of them. Get that bag. Okay, King. With Chris Bratt. Yeah. And the director of the what? Or nope. Still the cinematographer of the One More Night music video by Maroon 5. I think it would be so cool to work on a music video, but I digress. (laughs) Um, Music once again by Randy Newman. Released King. on December 22nd, 2004. A cool 18 years ago. Please don't do that to me. The Nintendo DS is 18 years old, Anna. How do you feel? Ooh, I had one. Rip my Nintendo. What happened? I sold it at GameStop. For like $8? Yeah, whatever. I didn't use it anymore. I didn't need it. Mm, that's not very Midwestern of you. Well, I keep everything else. My mom made me get rid of it, okay? She was cleaning out the closet, and she's like, you using this? I think I still have my SD, though. 
Okay. At so SP. The what Game did Boy. I say? You said SD, like the card. Oh, whoops! Yeah, I meant the SP. <laughs> Um, with a budget of $80 million, it made $522.7 million at the box office. On Rotten Tomatoes, it has a 38% approval rating. Only 38? Should be higher. Talented cast is wasted as the movie is content with recycling jokes from its predecessor. Y'all got me fucked up. This movie's hilarious. I had a great time. Well... I'm happy you did. Dion, you didn't have fun? No, I thought this was really bad. <laughs> Just like. Um, like. Well then. Okay, I, I need to adjust. I don't think it was really bad. I think it was the worst thing that a movie can be. Boring. You and I had very different experiences. Roger Ebert, two out of four. The movie is pleasant Whoa. enough, but never quite reaches critical mass as a comedy. I don't even know what to say. I don't even know what to say. I think it's so cute. You so. know how last time I was saying that there were a lot of jokes that I knew were jokes that I thought were funny, but they didn't make me laugh? There were no jokes this time? No, this time there were a lot of jokes, and I knew they were jokes, but most of the time I just went, huh. Dion! Not even a little like, ha <laughs> Some of them I laughed at. Mostly, like, right near the end. But the first hour and 45 minutes of the movie, I was like, this is, this is nothing. I feel Sorry nothing. if you're hearing a lot of rustling. I'm trying to get comfy. Anyway, um, I, I fully disagree with you, and I'm sorry. Explain. Because I was about to come in here saying this was the best movie of the trilogy. Oh, wow. Okay. <laughs> I think it's because I'm kind of crass. Uh-huh. And I love Barbara Streisand. And in this movie, is she not crass? <laughs> the... the loud sex therapist yes not at all yeah i love babs in this movie i think she's really killing it i think she's hilarious i guess i just like it i don't know like i'm too I, i'm too much of a prude i guess dan have you tried not <laughs> the whole point of the movie is not to be a prude i get that i'm not a prude <laughs> i don't think i'm a prude Dan, Dan O'Keefe confirmed prude. Dan O'Prude. <laughs> Stop, why'd that make me laugh? Because you're a prude and you're like, ah, what of my kind? Um, ah! Like, I just, I, I don't find the Barbara Streisand type of character funny in general. Like the, the aggressively, okay. like... I, not that it's a bad character, or like I'm disgusted by the character. I think it's fine as a, but there, I don't, I don't find it funny. I just find it a character trait. Okay, you didn't like Dustin Hoffman though. I, I he was the one part I liked. Okay, um, I thought he was really good yes, in this movie. I do too. Um, not as good as some of his other roles that maybe he was, you know, 
an Oscar. You say for. Rain Man no, or something? The Graduate. Okay. The Graduate. I've never <laughs> seen that movie, but I know. And here's to you, Mrs. Robinson. Like I know that. Yeah, I'm. I'd be shocked if you didn't. I'm pretty sure everybody knows that song. Yes. Let's run a poll. If you're listening to this, send us an email. An email? What year is it? Inconclusionpod at gmail.com. Is that a real thing? Yeah, we have an email address. Oh, shoot. Do people email us? No. Okay, just make sure. No one emails us. Um, Email us and let us know your favorite part of The Graduate. And if it's just the song, that's fine. If it's just the song, you have great taste. If it's the movie, you have great taste. You should watch it. It's a good movie. It does It's also in color, so you're not going to be bored by it. I, I'll have you know I love the Bells of St. Mary's, and that movie's in black and white. Can you name three movies in black and white that you would ever choose to watch? Hmm. Okay, Bells of St. Mary's. Okay. Let's also pretend it's June right now. Lilies of the Fields. Okay. So, Blank of the Blank. Okay, a lot of movies were called that back in the day. Uh, and a third one. The first half of The Wizard of Oz. No, wrong. <laughs> so, you'd okay, watch okay. The Wizard? You're right. Um, Let's see, what's another one? The Silence is good. The silence is what people I, want. I don't know, Dan. Off the top of my head, my brain keeps saying, like, it's a wonderful life, but we all know that I'd have to be forced with toothpicks holding my eyelids open. Yeah, I know why you love The Grinch. It's because you see yourself in that movie. Just like you ah! see yourself as Barbara Streisand in this movie. Ah! True. Actually, I see myself more as Dustin, but yes, you're right. Mm-hmm. Um, let's get into it. Let's start it off. Let's do it. So... We're once again with Gaylord Greg Fokker and his fiance Pam. Uh, and they are going to meet the parents and have the parents meet each other. First of all, if this was real life and you were saying, let's go on vacation to have our parents meet, horrible mistake. Just go to dinner. I know they live a thousand miles away, but couldn't you all just like fly in and just meet up meet in Chicago and all stay in hotels and not have to be with each other 24 seven? Yes. How long was so. it before Gage's parents and your parents met? Well, it was kind of hard since they do live a state away and like, I didn't go to school with him or anything. So they first met, they've gone to a bunch of shows and been in the same room as each other before. That's the same as meeting. Um, and then they met them briefly in Chicago once because we went down with my parents for like a shopping trip and they were there for a school convention. And they like passed each other by? No, well, sort of. We texted two each other like... Two ships in the night on two passing architectural tour boats. Exactly. Except they were like shopping tour mm-hmm. boats. So like how long and into then... your relationship was Oh, when we got engaged, so. Okay. So yeah. pretty pretty far in. Yeah, I mean, it, I don't know. My mom had a bad taste in her mouth because the last time, well, the last time she ever met somebody's parents that of the person I was dating, I dumped him the next day. Why? Why would you do that? Because I didn't. 
Why would I you have her meet him? Like him? Because we were on vacation and my parents took me to meet him, but I was planning to break up with him on that vacation because I was 18 and dumb. <laughs> actually, I was 20 and dumb. Keep going. You you were actually 23, 25. This was actually this Gage. Was last I'm talking week. about Gage. <laughs> <laughs> but for a long time, anytime my mom was planning to meet my significant other's parents, or specifically Gage, anytime she'd be like, oh, do Gage's parents want to meet us there? I'd be like, yeah, but then I got to dump him. Ugh. So that's like a running joke in our family now. You, it, jokes are only good when they, you know, when you have a real punchline to them. The punchline is that you have you have to dump Gage. Oh fuck! Okay, I'll tell him. You reaped. Now Gage. it's time to so- you sowed. The now it's time to off. reap. Oh, he just said okay. Okay. Well. Yeah. Oh, except Jester thinks she called him, so or he called her. So now she's running away. Uh, back to meet cool. the Fockers. Yes. Greg and Pam have the opposite flying experience of the first movie. It is a dream. They get bumped into God. first class. They get free champagne. Oh. It's wonderful. It does look wonderful. It's also wholly unrealistic. They had such a joyous time on American Airlines. I fly American. And do you like it? Yeah. Hmm. I'm a gold member. Very different opinions and experiences. I've flown American a bunch of times, but when I was flying into and out of Miami, bad time. <laughs> I'm sorry, you said the name of the city wrong. Miami? Thank you. Uh, speaking okay. of cities that people say wrong, they go to Oyster Bay, New York, which is on... The Silence Sex in the City. No, Long Island. Oh, I'm sorry. I thought you were like saying a show. Oh my god, how cringe. Okay, anyway. And they go to pick Lake up Island. They they go to pick up Jack and Dina. I almost said Jack and Diane. That would have been fun. Um, mm-hmm. Pam's parents, Blythe Danner and Robert De Niro, uh, and they have their one year old grandson, Pam's nephew, Jack Banks, little Jack, little Jack. Mm-hmm. Um. And instead mm-hmm. of instead of flying down to Miami like they plan to do, Jack has built out this giant ass RV that he's gonna drive all the way down. If you already bought tickets, why would you do that? Was this like in two thousand four? Did you have to buy your tickets at the gate? Maybe. Like, am no. I missing something? No, maybe it was the terrorism thing. Like he was scared of the terrorists. Hey, you know, post nine eleven. Everybody was kooky. Everybody was afraid. I mean, that's true. I, not the same, but I think I've told you this. I don't like sitting next to people who are seeing a movie by themselves in the movie theater. It really freaks me out. Wow, okay. That's an attack. I know. Gage does it too. I just, it gives me the ick. Like, when we saw Spider-Man No Way Home... Mm-hmm. A man who came to the movie by himself sat next to me, and I was so anxious the entire time. <laughs> I can't help it, man. I'm not that, trying to be funny. It's terrible. I know you're not trying to be funny. That's just more like a personal problem. Yeah. It's the uh, same I'll, thing, though, right? Yeah. Also, do you know how long of a drive it is from Oyster Bay, Long Island, to Miami, Miami? It's 24 hours from Milwaukee to Florida. So if you go, it's twenty like hours. This, I was gonna cut it off. Yes, 
I was going to say 16. That was not correct. But Split the difference. my math was mathing. Uh, that's a long drive. It's a freaking awful drive. Do you know how long the flight is? Two hours. Two hours. Yeah. Um, they drive uh, in the RV. Hijinks kind of ensue. Don't it looks flush. like a cool RV. I mean, minus the no no pooping. That really sucks. Mm-hmm. But I like the RV, but I can't do 20 hours in a car. I don't care if it's a fancy high-tech RV. I can't do it, girl. I assume... You simply cannot. Well, they had to stop at some point. Well, yeah, but I just... I've driven to Florida before, right? From Milwaukee. Mistake. Yeah, it was a mistake. It was awful. It was so long. <laughs> Ugh, and all our luggage... Oh, Dan. It's just no fun. Do you go on road trips often, Dan? Um, Or ever? Besides, like, yes, I know I've, you went to Seattle. Been on, we didn't drive there. Oh, okay. It's like never a 20-hour drive. Florida's 24? Dan. Uh, uh, um, <laughs> yeah, I've, I've gone on road trips. I go on road trips. We went okay. from Milwaukee to uh, the Smoky Mountains. Okay, I've made the, the trip from Milwaukee to Tennessee is not bad. Uh, so the Indiana part is... You're in okay, Indiana for all of it. You're in all you of Indiana. You have to Indiana. go through Gary. No, yeah. you don't have to go through. I'm fine with Gary. I'm talking about like any of the farm stuff in Indiana. Gary's at least well, interesting. Mean, There's a bunch of Gary's architecture. Just, that's true. It's just dirty. Um, sorry to all of Gary. I'm just saying. Uh, yeah, it's duller than dull in Indiana for yeah. sure. The hell is real billboards. I feel like every single person I know, like, who's ever driven anywhere, because that same boyfriend was from Ohio, right? Mm-hmm. And so anytime I visited him, we'd have to drive through Ohio, or excuse me, through Indiana to get to Cleveland. Yeah. And he always said that Indiana was the most hellish part of his trip. So. I was talking to my aunt, who I was staying with for Thanksgiving, mm-hmm. and she was talking about the drive from Seattle to Gonzaga. Where my cousin went to school. Okay. And she mm-hmm. was like, yeah, it's through like prairie and stuff. But it's not like Indiana. It's interesting. Ugh. Ugh. This is an anti-Indiana podcast is what we're saying. Mm-hmm. Anyway, mm-hmm. speaking of the opposite of Indiana, they end up in Miami. And they are greeted by Bernie Fokker and Roz Fokker. Nobody eats a Cuban sandwich this entire movie. Disappointing. Yeah. Um, Bernie... Was a lawyer, ended up being a stay-at-home dad. Roz, sex therapist. Very Get successful sex therapist. Make that money. Um, sex therapist specifically for elderly couples. I mean, they are in Florida. That's true. God's waiting room. STDs run rampant. More like roll, hobble. They hobble, the STDs hobble. It's true, though. There's so many STDs because people can't get pregnant, so they just are like... Time to go buck wild. Ew, it's true, though. Let's go, Blythe. (laughs) Not Blythe. It's time to raise some spirits. Let's raise the dead. Oh, Blythe spirit? I was in that. I know you were. Blight Spirit mm. is a very long play that Anna was in yes. for about six Two minutes. minutes. 
I got so much homework done during those performances. They're like three-hour performances, and Anna played a character that appeared in one scene. Two scenes, Dan. Oh, yeah, I'm sorry, because otherwise you could have left halfway through. I could have and got a food and came back for bows. <laughs> ah, those um, are the days. So, Dina immediately gets along with the Fockers, because of course she does. She's a nice woman. I mean... Yeah, I feel bad for her for a lot of this movie. Like, she's very open-minded about meeting people and, like, being kind and receptive and trying new things. Mm-hmm. And she's married to a stick in the mud. Yeah. Uh, Jack, of course, the stick in the mud. Contrasting personalities. The Fockers are loving and Jack is not. That's basically it. Mm-hmm. How much love do you show your family? Which side do you fall on, Anna? Um... It depends. My dad, whom I love dearly, comes from a family side that's very, like, huggy. But he's also the most awkward person I've ever met in my life. I love the man so much. But he will, like, never hug Gage, ever. Uh-huh. But is that just a Gage thing, or is it like a... <laughs> no, he loves Gage. He loves Gage. It's not just Gage. He uh-huh. just... How do I explain it? My dad hugs me, but I feel like he's like, ugh, the whole time. And not just because it's me. That just because he unlike hates everybody else. human contact. <laughs> <laughs> Meanwhile, my mom is like, can you leave me alone? And I'm like, I need attention. I think I'm the most, like, huggy one in my whole family. Uh-huh. I don't know. My mom's definitely the type to be like, Oh, let me, like, gives me 15 hugs before I leave. And I'm like, do you mind? Let's, let's run a poll. Okay. Another poll? If you're one of Anna's parents, send us an email email at (laughs) inconclusionpod at gmail.com and tell us how much you love her. I hope it's a lot. Well, my dad's love language is letting me grocery shop in the basement. You feel me? Oh, absolutely. Yeah, he'll buy, like, these iced teas that he knows I like, but he won't tell me. And I'll show up at the house, and he'll be like, oh, Anna, there's some, uh, there's some... Some iced teas. Some, what the, yeah, some iced teas in the basement, some steezes in the basement for you. I got them on sale. You can only take one, and then he'll come back up with, like, a grocery bag full of them. I'll be like, oh, thanks, Dad. Yeah. I live too far away for that to really happen now. But, like, when you lived closer in milwaukee yeah yeah my mom would always be sending me home with food yep um anyway plus you have two brothers too i feel like that's a little harder yeah and one of them lives in chicago so oh i bet he grocery shops at home well he's a 30 year old fully established adult i'm fully established i plan to still grocery shop in my parents house when i turn 30 maybe that's because i'm an only child (laughs) You have only child privilege. I do. I mean, I grocery shop on my own all the time. I'm fully established. My I pay my bills. My bills are paid, Dan. Meet the Fockers. They, <laughs> the Fockers dog, Moses. <laughs> Moses. The, uh, okay. the humpingest chihuahua in the world. It doesn't make me laugh when dogs hump things. I don't know why. I don't think it's funny. Me either. I think part of my issue that I didn't think a lot of this was funny was I don't find, like, toilet humor funny. I don't find, like, 
oh, look at how sexual this person is funny either. And that's uh, like 75% of the movie. Okay, that you know that's my kind of humor, Dan. You know I laugh at that stupid stuff. I prefer watching somebody slip on a banana peel, get up, slip <laughs> on another banana peel, get up, and then slip on, like, a safe. Dan, <laughs> the highbrow humor. Yeah, highbrow, refined. highbrow refined, high-concept comedy. That's all that I'm going for. Meanwhile, that, is that you too much to ask? Yourself, yes. Meanwhile, you referred to yourself as Dan O'Prude earlier today, and I practically peed myself over it. Earlier today? That was, like, 20 minutes ago. That doesn't count yes. as earlier today. It was earlier today. Earlier today is at least three hours. Okay, fine. Yeah, come on now. Come on. Sorry, Dan O'Prude. Um, Jinx flushes Moses down the toilet. The way I screamed. Because Jinx this knows how to me use the, the toilet. Oh. I loved that Babs was not concerned about Moses, but instead goes, the cat knows how to flush. Yeah. Because <laughs> uh, I think I would react similarly. And then in order to save Burn, save Moses, Bernie has to destroy the toilet. Um, and mm. obviously that's going to cause some issues between the families. Why didn't they just take the septic tank out? It's kind of a it's now logical? or never sort of thing. What if the dog gets tired? He clearly had some air. What if the dog gets tired? Moses. Uh, you don't take I guess. the septic okay. tank out. You drain it. That would still take oh. some time. Okay, well, I don't know anything about... As we can see, I'm a bad dog rights activist. Because I was just like, eh, he's fine. <laughs> Let him breathe the fumes. He's just going to be a little blue for time to time. He'll be fine. He's fine. Obviously, he ends up no worse for wear because 40 minutes later in the movie, he spends a good time molesting the cat. <sighs> they really play up the idea that this chihuahua and all dogs are stoopy. Mm-hmm. Is that, is that wrong? Is that Yes, incorrect? my dog is very smart. Is she? Yes, she most spent, of the time. She spent three weeks in a diaper because she was too horny. <gasps> Dan, she was also, we were protecting our furniture, okay? <laughs> and you you were protecting her womanhood. Ugh, please stop. It's cut out now. <laughs> uh, later on, Bernie and Jack and Greg are playing flag football and... For some reason... Wait, you missed a very important po point before flag football. Did I? Yes. You find out that Pam... Has the worst haircut in the world! Oh, that too. She's such a beautiful woman that it doesn't look that bad on her, but it's a horrible no. haircut. I was distracted by the ugliness of the bangs. For sure. Anyway, she's pregnant. Thank you. As of now, we're playing flag football. Yeah, but th something interesting: this movie never shows. Like every other movie would show a pregnancy test, this one doesn't. We just take her word on it. Well, I think. Yeah, I don't know. I think it's fine. No, I do too. You I just thought it was. I realized test. that while talking about it. Yeah, every time, like every time somebody's told me they were pregnant, I didn't see a pregnancy. Let test. me see your piss you stick. Pay on it. <laughs> You pull out a pregnancy test, prove it. 
Literally. No way. Those things are expensive. Not They're that a I know. dollar. Oh, if you go to Dollar yeah, Tree. Yeah, go to the dollar store. But if you go to like Walgreens and you get the like digital ones. Why? I don't know. You're asking me. I I have not recently taken a pregnancy test. Thank God. Yeah, neither have I. Oh, good for you. I, I do take them in my free time, though. Sometimes I'm bored and yeah. I'm like, ooh, this will be fun. An aim for test. Fun. What if I came back pregnant? Uh, that would be a sign that I'm very ill. Yeah, that's true. Somebody did that's that true. and they, it, it's I, I don't remember what disease they had, but they were like, not on death's door, but if they hadn't done it, they would have died from whatever they had. Oh my God. Yeah, so it's a good thing that he did. Should we all be peeing on pregnancy tests constantly? Yeah, just in the store. Okay, maybe not that. Caution, maybe not wet that. floor. Ew! God, that's nasty. Yeah, so Pam is pregnant and they want to keep it a secret until they're married, which is in six months. That's not going to happen. They're going to move the wedding up. They're moving the wedding up to two weeks from now because that's a thing Wolf. you can easily do. No comment. Well, Dan... The two of us planning weddings know that that is not possible. Yeah. This movie is not realistic. Amen. Points away. Oh. Um, Jack goes to... Well, first, we are introduced to their former housekeeper, the Fox's former housekeeper, Isabel Villalobos. Beautiful woman. Uh, ve- beautiful woman. Chesty woman. That's her character trait. She said she got them done. Yeah, good for her. I think her character trait should be that she's a good cook and she owns her own business. Sure. Because she does. They play up, though. I know, but they should play up that she's a strong businesswoman who runs her own catering service because that's what they say about her. Um, And then she boobs boobily in. Yeah. And Greg lost his virginity to her 15 years earlier. I know he was 19, but did that rub you wrong? Yeah. Yeah, me but too. But it rubbed him right. Um, Gross. Thank you. She also has a 15-year-old son, Jorge, who bears a striking resemblance to Greg. Gasp. I wonder who. I wonder I wonder if he's the daddy. Well, only time will tell. I'm, I've been so bored describing this movie. Ah, uh, Dan. <laughs> Your boredom is palatable. Yeah. Palpable? Palpable. Palpable. Palatable is like, mmm, I could eat that. I could eat your boredom and spit it back out. Disgusting. That's what I would say. Everybody else learns Pam is pregnant. They all are going to keep it a secret, but they're not going to tell Jack. I feel kind of bad for Jack in a way because he's closed himself off so much by being such a prude and a grump. Mm-hmm. You know, like that now his whole family doesn't even want to share their secrets with him. I resemble that remark. How dare you? <laughs> when Poppy gets pregnant, she's going to be scared to tell you. That When Poppy gets pregnant with cat Jesus? Yes, because she's been spayed. Yeah, and she never sees any other cats. She's going to prowl the streets. Too scared. That's true. Poppy is scared. She is all. a scaredy cat. We had a wow. one of Anna's friends checking in on her, and she went. She hissed at me, and then gave me nose boops, and then hissed at me again, and ran away. That's the energy for 2023. Okay, keep them <laughs> guessing. Um, so Greg also has to babysit little Jack, who has been learning 
sign language? Oh, we skipped over the fact that Jack, older Jack, to breastfeed little Jack so he's not confused, has made a mold of his daughter slash little Jack's mother's left breast that he can breastfeed out of. That hit me wrong. I was like, that's kind of icky. Yeah. Boobs are where I draw the line. Just kidding. It's poop. Poop is where I draw the line. And I get that that was supposed to be like a big laugh moment, but I was just like, oh. Maybe that's one of those things that just like in 2022, breastfeeding's not like hush hush anymore. Yeah. Like, especially because there's that scene where they talk about um, drinking, accidentally drinking breast milk, but like Mm. apparently in the bodybuilding community, that's like a thing. I saw that. That's so weird. Yeah. There's a whole documentary about it. Yeah, it's a no for me, dog. I'm good. Yeah, I- I'm I'm good with my cow breast milk. Amen. I'm good with my cows. I'll suckle their titties any day. Okay. Uh, clip that. <laughs> clip that. Put that on your resume. Um, Willing. Yeah, so basically... I would love to milk a cow. Anyway. Uh, keep going. Keep Just keep going. I would going. like to try. <laughs> I don't know. I think I would be a good farmer. I would be a horrible farmer. I just wouldn't want to wake up early. Yeah, me either. Why do I work farmer's hours? Um, J- Little Jack is supposed to self-soothe. They're not supposed to like calm him down when he's crying or anything. Ugh. Um, which just goes against everything that like anyone has ever taught. Well, I've heard of that before. It's called the Ferber method. Yeah. I just would rather hug. You know what I mean? Yeah. According to the short Wikipedia article about it, um, there are no negative consequences to it. No, I mean, you're just like, cry it out. And then it's like when you're an adult and you had a bad day. So you let yourself cry. And then eventually you start to feel better, you know? Now, Anna, 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 that presupposes that I haven't locked away my emotions so far back that I am still able to cry. Oh, okay. Well, as someone who <laughs> cries frequently, just for vibes. No, no, no vibes, just cries. Um, Amen. Cry vibe. Yeah. So Greg attempts to soothe little Jack by hugging him and, you know, like treating him like a baby because he is a baby and trying to soothe him. Um, yes. And he accidentally teaches him his first word, asshole. <laughs> That's funny. That cracks me up. Come on. No. Okay, no. well. Okay, well, I laugh. It would be funny if his first word was like, banana peel. And then he slipped out on a banana peel while saying it, got up, uh. and then slipped on another banana peel, got up, and then a safe dropped on him. I still laughed. I'm sorry the year isn't 1902, Dan. Come on. You you know that Roadrunner cartoons are obviously the peak of comedy. Yes, indeed they are. Um, in a call with his mom, Jack gets out of the playpen because Jinx opens it for him. Classic. Horny dog. And Jinx glues his hands a to a bottle Jinx of rum. Jinx is a cat. Whatever. He glues his hands to a bottle of rum. <laughs> Listen, I I 
don't know what parenting says in this year of our Lord 2022, but I've definitely heard of putting the rum on the teeth. Yeah. Oh, yeah, you rub it on the gums. Yeah, so I was surprised that Jack was so horrified by it, you know? He's a nurse. He's a medical professional. Mm Mm-hmm. I rub rum on my gums to sleep now. Mm. Maybe I should start doing that. But Roz said only less than a thimble's worth. I do less than a cereal bowl's worth. Less than three fingers worth. How big? You, how big are your fingers? Mm, pretty small. What is it? Me- a finger measurement doesn't make sense. people don't have the same size fingers. I, I don't know, Dan. I didn't create the finger measurement. Talk to Johnny Barman and fi- figure I'll out talk why. To John Taffer. <laughs> I'm shutting this restaurant down. Oh, I love Bar Rescue. Gage and I were just watching it while we ate dinner. It's a great show. Mm -hmm. Um, You have Paramount Plus? The free version, yeah. It's free. Oh. If anybody else has Paramount Plus, send us an email. Like I said, we only have the free version, so we still have to watch hours of ads. And it's time for an engagement party. Jack has been trying to keep the Jorge secret from Greg because he thinks that Greg knows about it. Um, And he introduces Jorge to Pam. As one does. And then Jack shoots him with a truth serum. I can't believe that Jorge went to that party. And also, you'd think that because Isabel or Isabella, I can't remember her name. Uh Uh-huh. Uh, she's such like a seemingly big part of their family anyway. Like that I'm she surprised wasn't she wasn't invited. Yeah. Well, I don't think clear the, it up immediately. I don't think the Fockers had a hand in inviting people. It no, seemed like it was yeah. all thrown thrown together by the by Jack. Yeah, but you know what I mean. Like, well, I know that the Fockers were planning to have the big engagement party, but like that they planned it. But to me, it seems like they would have invited Isabel already. Yeah. But. Um, Plot hole? Question mark? Question oh. mark? Question mark? Where was it? Maybe Isabella was busy. She had to cater another event. In this otherwise like, tightly crafted script. Amen. If she's a caterer, why is she not catering this party? You Riddle don't ask your that. friends to cater your party? Yeah, but I'd offer to pay them. Ah, don't have your friends work for you. I don't know. I'm trying to be nice and help support their dreams. Ah, but what if you're a bitch while you're posting a party? You're right. I probably am. So maybe it's not. Watch out, friends. If Anna ever offers to pay you to do anything, say no. Say no fast. I used to get my headshots done by my friend. You're... We're not friends anymore. There you go. The point. <laughs> Had nothing to do with that. Um, Greg then gives a speech. Well, shot with the truth serum, which also apparently makes him very drunk. Like, yeah. There's no reason... Just because you have to tell the truth does not mean you have to suddenly start telling the truth about everything. Is truth serum real, Dan? No. I didn't think so. It's absolutely not real. I I don't even, like, when I'm drunk, I don't even feel the need to tell the truth that much. Like, I've never been so drunk that I've, like, drunk called an ex. Have you? Well, you don't drink, really. No. the When I've been drunk, I just get really good at texting. And like typing on my phone. And I'm using oh. like 
proper grammar, M dashes, semicolons, all that My stuff. My God. And I'm typing okay, up a storm. King. That's what wow. happens when I get drunk. I just like laugh a lot and try to kiss Gage. <laughs> that's, I mean, I don't that's fine. I feel like I have to tell the truth. Yeah, no, well, you might have to ask him. Might be a different story. Uh, this again? Be gone, sin lips. Literally. Temptress. Um, and during the toast, Greg says that Pam is pregnant, Jorge's his son, and then he passes out. And the next Iconic. morning, Greg doesn't remember anything about it. Because he was drunk. Pam believes him because she doesn't have any character. And then Jack demands that Pam and Dina leave with him. They won't. She reveals that Jack has drugged Greg. Everyone turns against Jack. And they all knew about Pam's pregnancy. And then Jack leaves with little Jack. I can't believe Dina didn't say straight out, Hey Jack, why the fuck did you drug Greg last night? You gotta wait for a dramatic moment to reveal these things. I feel like I would have approached him in private and then said something in public to try and save face and just be like, can you go fucking apologize to everybody? But then, I don't know. I also, you know, don't think Gage would truth serum someone. So. It's right when you think it wouldn't happen. That's when they strike. You're right. Watch out. He's getting some Watch. truth serum right now. Watch your necks. Um. <laughs> uh, so, Bernie and Greg follow Jack, uh, but they get pulled over by a cop, played by Tim Blake Nelson. Ah! Mom! Uh, who then tases both of them and arrests them. They're arrested for speeding and refusing to remain in the car when pulled over because um, Dustin Hoffman pulls the, Oh, I'll just talk to him. It'll be fine. Uh. Never. Never! I can't figure out what accent Tim Blake Nelson is doing because I don't know any Floridian people with a southern accent unless you go to, like, the Glades. North Florida, baby. He's in Miami. That's South Florida. People can move. I guess. Tim, I think he's just doing his own voice. Is he from the South? Yeah. Oh. I think he's from Texas. Never would have known. He's from Tulsa, Oklahoma. Oh, he's got... Oh, that might be his real voice. Yeah. <laughs> Woo! Uh, Jack receives the DNA results. Jorge's father is not Greg. Instead, it is a baseball player who bears a striking resemblance to Greg. But he he drives yeah. past them, sees them pulled over, uh, attempts to defend them, but he gets tased and arrested too. Be like that. In the cell, they all have a coming together moment. Um, they all kiss. They all they all do go through that sex therapy. Nice. Blah blah blah. Everything is all fine and dandy, and then they all get married. Not they all get married. Greg and Pam get married by Owen Wilson, who is an ordained interfaith minister. You know, I like that Owen Wilson said the nice things about spiritual connections to Greg because, like, if I was Greg, if I was me, and. Gage's ex fiance showed up and performed our wedding. Do you know how pissed I would be? Right? But he was being really kind and nice about it. And I just, I think Owen Wilson's character is very kind in his heart. You know what I mean? Yes, I do too. Yeah. Uh, and then the credits roll. And during the credits, Jack watches secret camera footage of everybody. And I think we're supposed to laugh. 
I did. Good. Happy for you. Babs feeding the baby chocolate was a mood. Um, and that is Meet the Fockers. And I I, I realized that my, my total disinterest was palpable. But, like, I just didn't. It, it was just so. Uh, until, basically, the end when they get pulled over. Mm-hmm. I don't think, I thought, I think I maybe laughed twice. Okay, well, I had been chuckling at many points during the film. I wrapped Christmas presents while I was watching this. Uh-huh. It was just like, I mean, I've seen it a million times, so it's just nice to have on in the background, like, just chuckling along, wrapping my Christmas presents, you know, vibes. Yeah. Yeah. I didn't. I was watching it, and I just, I just, it was just... Nothing. I just... Nothing. I don't... (sighs) There were the setups. There was the construction of jokes. There was a construction of story, but none of it landed. It's fine, Dan. (laughs) You're allowed to have no taste. Name a third black and white movie. Psycho. (laughs) Okay. It took you an hour. It took you an hour. I was panicking, Dan. All I could think of was The Wizard of Oz, and It's a Wonderful (laughs) Life. It was terrible. Um, I do think at the end, when they are dealing with Tim Blake Nelson and the wedding, I found that Mm -hmm. much funnier because it got absurd with how they were acting. It was absurdist, for sure. Uh Uh-huh. And I thought that Barbara Streisand was good in her role i just didn't thank you think like everybody was fine and nobody was a bad casting choice or anything everybody was fine. yeah it, um, i think it's definitely one of those things i'm gonna say this because it's what you think not because it's what i think but it's they did what they could with what they were given right mm-hmm. yeah because i mean they put three sorry blythe three of the most <laughs> well-known like successful talented decorated actors like you know what i mean oh yeah absolutely all of them are oscar winners Mm-hmm. incredibly talented people in these goofy 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 roles yeah and you know it's gonna work for some people like moi and some people are gonna be like ugh, another sex joke uh just it just show me whole or don't joke about it no i don't want to see the hole i just want to laugh about it uh i do have some trivia very little but i have some i'm ready my ears are open uh the second movie set in florida filmed in california classic uh the baseball player rusty bridges you'll never guess who played him ben stiller correct wow um Jorge Villalobos. Yes. Who is half Hispanic and half white through his baseball mm-hmm. player father was played by Ray Santiago, who is fully Puerto Rican. He's very handsome. Very handsome. In real life. Yeah. I mean, he's handsome in the movie, too. Yeah. I think it's also a little jarring how much he does look like Ben Stiller. Like, it's kind of off-putting. Yeah. But I also think Ben Stiller's handsome in these movies, lest we forget. Um... There are two people who turned down the role of Bernie 
before Dustin Hoffman. Ooh, ooh, wait. I think I know one of them. Let me think. My brain is saying Mandy Patinkin. No. Okay, no. no Mandy Patinkin. Uh, one is James Broland. Oh. Or Broland, not Broland. Um, is that Thanos? No, that's... His son is Thanos. That's Josh Brolin. Um, Ah, okay. Yeah, he was... I mean, he was on Marcus Welby, MD. Mm -hmm, He -hmm. was in Catch Me If You Can. Uh, Just a fantastic movie. Um, Mm -hmm. And... I like that movie. He is married to Barbara Streisand. Shut up! Wait! Yeah, they got married in 1998. Oh, for a second I was like, that's not... He, she's not Thanos' mom. Oh. Also, just learned this, he went to high school, like, three blocks from where I live. Hmm, Good for interesting. him. Um, the other person who turned down the role? Robin Williams. <gasps> that would have been cute, but I think it was a good fit for Dustin Hoffman. Yes. But he and Babs, like, they look like a couple to me. Yeah, I think they played really well together. Mm-hmm. Um, would it be better, worse, or the same with Jonathan Taylor Thomas? Screw it. As Bernie. <gasps> better. What? Imagine, but he's not like Ben Stiller's biological father. His mother married a younger man yeah. <laughs> who just lives in a retirement community and is a stay-at-home man to, like, this wealthy sex therapist iconic at the time i'm rewriting the script jtt would have been like 25 yeah yeah i'm rewriting the script as we speak okay can't wait um it probably would have been worse with jimmy stewart as bernie jimmy stewart can't do the physical comedy what about him as jack dan (laughs) you mean to tell me you didn't laugh when Dustin Hoffman laid in front <laughs> That I did laugh at because that's so silly. <laughs> that had me dying and he goes, this is how we got things done in the 60s. Yeah. <laughs> oh, anyway, sorry. <laughs> I just remembered that and then I laughed. Yeah, that was funny. Oh, I, I, feel I like was cracking up. The later gags are funny, but I feel like a lot of the jokes in the script I did not enjoy. Okay, that's fair. Um, so, on a scale of one to five shots of truth serum, what do you give it? I give it a four, because I thought it was funny. boy, okay. (laughs) I love stupid movies. (laughs) How about you, Dan? How many truth serums? I give it a one and a half. one? Thank God. One and a half. You were so close to being on thin ice. It's the last, last ten minutes, save it. Save it from the Drex. This is still my favorite one of the three, so sorry, not sorry. There's more potty humor in the next one. I might just burn my apartment down. No. You're going to have fun whether you like it or not. I'm going to burn Peacock to the ground so I don't have to watch this. No. I'm... I feel like Peacock did, like, a really bad Halloween or Christmas thing a couple years ago. 
where they tried to do like Mary P. Miss or something like that, <laughs> and it just didn't go well. And I swear to God, I didn't dream that up. I'm gonna research it. I hope you did. I hope you're dreaming about Peacock Halloween promotions. Come on. Okay. Harry Styles called his Halloween concert Harry Ween, and nobody else laughed about it except for me. So, no wonder I had so much fun watching this movie. I'm a child. No wonder. <sighs> that is it for this week's episode of In Conclusion. If you want to find us, we have an email address. Write us an email. Write us, write us an to, email. You have to write it as though you're like a revolutionary war fighter writing to his wife back home and you're in the trenches dearest garbeth my dearest martha why is it what revolutionary war or civil war i said revolutionary okay i thought you said civil war and that's why i did the southern thing but revolutionary war that makes more sense (laughs) my dearest martha the horse has died again I've been forced to eat my bunkmate. Goodbye, James Madison. My wig remains unpowdered. <laughs> uh, we have an email and at inconclusionpod at gmail.com or on Facebook and Twitter at and inconclusion on Instagram at inconclusionpodcast, patreon.com slash inconclusion. I'm on Twitter at danokeefe86 and on TikTok at notdanokeefe. Anna... Where are you? Where? Uh, on my new couch. Ooh, ooh, I'm on. Ooh, ooh. Oh, I didn't realize you were singing that song. Oh god, it was that off which key. Which I'm not gonna tell. I know it's by the. Yes. Okay, because I actually only know it because of this. We've reached the nadir point as a society. Sorry. There's um, no further find... downward we can go. You know the Big Mouth theme song is an Ozzy Osbourne no. song? I've never, honestly, I've never seen Big Mouth. Oh, well, it's an Ozzy Osbourne song. Okay. Oh my anyway. God. <laughs> you can find me on Instagram at AdamusPrime818 or you can find me on Twitter at AutobotsRollOut. R for roll and the O in roll and the O in out R zeros. And please follow Jester on Instagram at JesterThePup1017. She's very cute. She's going to post pictures of her in her Christmas clothes soon. You heard the woman. Follow the dog. Thank you. We will be back next week with the conclusion to the Fokker saga. Little Fockers. We made it. Dan, well, the end is in sight. The end, I can I can see the light at the end of the tunnel. Unfortunately, how it's about, blocked. How about I let you pick the next series as, as payment? We're going to be doing all of John Wayne's films. Oh, no. <laughs> oh. No, we won't do that. But we will do Little Fockers. In the meantime, everybody stay safe, have fun, and get vaccinated. Bye, 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 bye. Bye. Turn of the year, I will have two weeks vacation. <laughs>